Blog Talk Radio. Comedy House, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, we did four sold-out shows this weekend. The weekend was incredible, top to bottom. Columbia came out in full effect. We had such an amazing time. Uh, and I was um, getting ready for the show today, and I, I saw somebody called in on the line. Let me bring her on. I was talking to this lady. Ma'am, uh, you on Roddy Perry Live. How, how, how was your weekend? Hi, Rodney. My weekend was absolutely wonderful, and a large part of that was because of you. Wow. I absolutely had a great, great time at your show. I was there celebrating my niece's 24th birthday, and it was spectacular. We had a great, great time. Thank you very much for that. Wow, it was such a great time. Columbia, y'all really came out and showed so much love. And you mentioned Florida Evans. You know, a lot of times when I I see people in the audience, I give them little nicknames, and this this lady had a little natural, so I called her Florida Evans. And come to find out, uh, I guess she had been going through some personal stuff in her life, and she said to me that that was one of, that was, you know, that was her first time laughing in a while. You know, so... uh, you know that that's 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 what it's all about, right? Yes, absolutely. And special blessings and prayer for that lady. I don't know who she is, but I remember her in my prayer. But it, laughter is a good thing, and, and it really and truly was a good thing that you did because you definitely brought the laughter. You brought the funny. Good stuff. More, I, I, more ways than one. <laughs> hey, good question. <laughs> How did you find the show? My, this radio show, because I don't think I mentioned it this weekend. Um, no, actually, I'm signed up with um, to get text messages. So a lot of times whenever you're going on, I get a text message saying that the show is getting ready to go on and who's going to be on there. Ah, and, um, got it. Yeah, but I didn't get a text today. I just randomly called to see who was going on. Got and it. I never to catch you live, but that's a good thing. Well, good stuff. What's your name? My name is Pamela. Pamela, I cannot thank you enough for coming out this weekend. We had an amazing time, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I, I just hope that you were able to make it through the second show. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. <laughs> so, all right, Pam. Well, hang on. Listen, we got a great one for you today. Uh, my guests today, Miss Keely Ferguson and Mr. Daniel Bazan, Jr., if you don't know their music, this is a Music Monday, you will be uh, pleasantly, pleasantly surprised at how awesome these two artists are. They are going to be the next people to blow. Um, so hang on, Pam. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff has been going on. First of all, go to RodneyPerry.com for all uh, uh, news and information, Rodney Perry. And uh, we're, we're starting a, a new segment. Uh, hilarious. Hey, Mama. My mama Venice is on the line. We're starting a new segment. Matter of fact, let me talk to my mama. Hey, mama, how you doing? 116,000. Mama, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm just talking about, I thank God for you, Rodney uh, Perry. <laughs> well, I thank God for you too, mama. Hey, um, you know, you know, we lost Bobby Womack this week, mama. You been paying attention yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want you to... Right. I want you to introduce this song. I'm going to play a Bobby Womack great, and then we're going to get into the show. But I want to, you know, uh, to pay some homage to that. Um, uh, you, you know, it's, it's one of them songs, 
you know, Bobby be breaking it down. He said, if you think you're lonely now. Yeah. So can you introduce they that song? That on, they played that on the Grammys to honor him last night. Wow. Good stuff. Not the Grammys, the BT Awards. Whatever. It's the Black Grammys. <laughs> okay. So introduce the song, Mama. Bobby Womack, the main man that came out the same cook. Not Sam Cook, same cook. I want to dedicate this song to all the lovers tonight. And I expect that might be the whole world because everybody needs something or someone to love. When it's cold outside, who are you holding? When If y'all don't mind, I'd like to talk about this woman of mine. She's always complaining about me never being at home. But when I'm down, I'm broke. She's telling me about the things that a girlfriend's got and what she ain't got. And she told me to go out and get them for her. But, but girl, I can't be in two places at once. Uh, one thing we're going to be uh, adding to the show, first of all, uh, the, 
most people don't listen to me live. Most people archive the show, which means you pick it up after the fact. So thank you to all my live listeners that, that listen to the show, but most of y'all are going to listen to it. So how do you listen? Uh, you can archive it many ways. You can go on iTunes. You can go um, um, through the Blog Talk browser, or you can go through my website. So make sure you are sharing the show and the further hammer that idea home. Check it out. Hey, you, yeah, you, you listen to the show, you're laughing along with Rodney, you listen to the great guests, but you're not sharing it. You need to share this show with somebody special. Find somebody in your life that you love and show them how good you enjoy the show. It's Rodney Perry Live. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Yeah. And uh, you and Rodney are both, you know, it's like I look up to both of you cats. I'm, I still consider myself young in the game. I don't know shit. Well. Here's the first thing I want you to do. What's that? Don't ever put Rodney's name in a conversation with me. <laughs> let's, let's, let's immediately understand that, okay? You just set me back. You just set me back two years. I got two years. I just lost two years just now because you oh just put God. me and Rodney in the same conversation. Hey, hey Darrell, thank you for the call. We're going to get some more callers. I just want to show you guys love. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, Pat. Hey, hey, you know what? This is what I love about Kevin, especially for my listeners out there. A lot of guys come to this town. And turn gay. <laughs> Kevin Hart was gay when he got here. Let's take out. Let's go to the line. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's your boy, Rodney Perry. That's one of the shows that's on the archives. My man, Kevin Hart. Uh, I've had some great guests, and that doesn't stop. Uh, today, I'm super excited about this show. Um, this young lady, my first guest I'm about to talk to, man, she is just dope to me, man. I've been I've been on YouTube, been been, you know, on her Facebook, on her Twitter, her Instagram game is ridiculous. Welcome to the show. Um just a super talent, man. Um uh, Miss Keely Ferguson. What's up, Keely? Hey y'all. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, man. I I'm I'm such a fan. You are so talented. Oh, you thank play you. the piano. You dance, you sing, mm-hmm. you, you, what, what, Keely, what don't you do? <laughs> um, I don't paint. I don't even believe that. I believe you, <laughs> you can paint if you wanted to, you know, <laughs> you, you obviously ha- have started your music at a very young age. Did you always mm-hmm. love it? Yeah. I mean, since I was born, I was born into music, my parents. Uh, Keith and Leslie Ferguson, they do music, so it's just kind of just been running through my blood, all in my family. Now, you, you're a Detroit native. What is it about mm-hmm. Detroit that makes all these great musicians? You know, I think of Dwayne, I think of, mm-hmm. of, of course, you and, you know, uh, people like Eminem. Uh, like, mm-hmm. what, what is it about the D? I mean, it's it's the history. We have a history of real music, and it's just kind of like embedded in our soul that we, you know, we can't kind of get away from it. You do music, chances are, if you're from Michigan, you don't have that. You know, you don't have that Motown. You don't have that Dilla. Like, there's so many influences that are from Detroit. So, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> we wow. kind of don't have a choice. Now, now, one thing, of course, you you, you dance. You you play mm-hmm. the piano. You're mm-hmm. you're a guitarist. You're an actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what I'm most impressed with is the fact you're a songwriter too. Like uh, these yeah. great songs that you're singing, you're writing them as well. Is is that a different art for you? Ah, uh, yeah, it is. It's um, you have to be you know completely vulnerable and just kind of like put everything out there um, and you've got to try to connect with people. So it's really like, it's really something that you have to, you know, always work at. It's a craft, you know, right. but I love it. I love it. It feels good. What is it? What is it about um, um, Keely Ferguson that hip hop is embracing? I mean, you're, you're doing joints with <laughs> like, you know, hip-hop, the hip-hop people love you. What is it about Keely that makes them go, she's down with us? Because um, I am. Like, I love hip-hop. Um, I mean, you know, I was under the Porter for years. It's, you know, we had a really, really, really close relationship. And um, it just, 
you know, actually even before tonight, like, I, it's, it's just always been heavy. Like, I've always just loved hip-hop. So, mm. I mean, I've had to get away from it. <laughs> I don't I want know, to. right. I mean, you look, matter of fact, I, like, I was watching um, one of your live performances on YouTube, and I was like, mm-hmm. Keita, like, she about to bust, like, a verse. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to see an alter ego that rap, you know? Are we going to see that? Um, I have done it before. I have done, like, a whole project of me just rapping, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just love it, but. Wow. Okay, you got a Keely. Where do I get the Keely rap project? What? Where? Is, I need. To, I need to get that in my iTunes today. I don't know. Today. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the world is ready for this fake Keely hip hop me rapping. I don't know yet. <laughs> Man. Uh, well, let's let's do the business. Um, you can check her website out. I dream of Keely, which I think is dope as hell. <laughs> <That's just> like, <laughs> your website is very nice, very clean. Thank your you. Your Twitter is Keely Ferguson underscore uh-huh is that right and and your yep. instagram is is uh you're at keely ferguson as well and keely.com yeah. is your facebook how important mm-hmm. is social media to you building your brand um you know what social media is just like the number one thing now um it's just you know you're able to access so much um and so many people across the world so it's just like you know, it's just really important to just, you know, put your brand out there and just, just let the world accept it. So social media is really big. So so let's let's do this, Keely. Um, I'm gonna throw some names out there, and you you mm-hmm. give me your impression of them. Uh, let's okay. start off with with Marshall Mathers himself, Eminem. Um, he is a mad genius. <laughs> really? Yes. Like what? What's it like? Is he is he like a big brother? Is he like a I mean, Because you know he these these guys these guys are older than you. So is he? How do yeah. how do they treat you musically? Well, he's actually Eminem was actually the first uh, rapper that I was allowed to well not even allowed to listen to just happened to listen to, um, and I just kind of fell in love with them, and um, then I started you know, doing music and really writing music. And, I, you know, I ran into the Nine and Royce the 5'9 and Marv 1, and they all just were, like, brothers to me. Um, I'm not that, you know, I'm not really that close with Eminem, but he's got a part it. of the family, so. Got it, got it, got it. Now, now you know, that that's interesting to me because, you know, I, I have daughters. I have five girls. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course your parents are – uh, in the music industry, and they're musically inclined. But, like, how do they protect you, you know, when you're getting into this business? Like, I, I, I'm wondering, were they strict on you? Um, I won't say they were strict on me, but they definitely kept, you know, a close eye. Um, I was raised by my whole family. Like, I, I, you know, my I have a very close relationship with my parents as well, but um, it's just, you know, you know they say that it takes a village to raise a child. Um, that's yeah. really kind of what happened with me, and it just stuck with me. So, you know, wherever I go, I just always have that upbringing and that, you know, kind of knowledge they used to drop on me. I love it. Okay, okay, you, you, we hit you with Marshall Matters. What about mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar? I mean, he's on top of the world right now. What was it like working with him? Um, well, you know what, I ne- I met Kendrick, but I never really got to, like, kick it with Kendrick, but okay. I love Kendrick's work. I love Kendrick's work. I think he's, like, I love the fact that he's just, like, real and raw and just puts it out there, and, right. you know, it's just Kendrick. Is, is that the kind of way it works now? Because you can be on a track with somebody and never meet them. Am I right? Yep. hmm So mm-hmm. how does Definitely. that work, dude? Do they just hear, like, your version and go, like, I want to use that, and you don't know? Or do they, do you get a well, call, like, Kendrick is working on blah, blah, blah? Yeah, so, I mean, there's many different ways that you could do it. Like, sometimes you'll get a list of just people that are working, and you send them music. Sometimes, uh, you know, you'll work heavy with a producer that's working on a project. Or, you know, sometimes, like, with Big Sean, like, Sean Hart, the song that I did called Love Story, and right. he's like, yo, I think we should do this song together, you know? And I was like, I'm not going to tell him no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I tell you I what. I mean, it, it works in a different way. I tell you what, I got Love Story. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it because I think it's a dope, <laughs> dope song. I really do. So you wrote Love Story? Is that your song? Mm-hmm. Man, that's hot, girl. Yeah. You blow it up. Hey, hey, um, <laughs> she's on the show today. Her name is Keely Ferguson, and on this joint is Big Sean, the name of the song, written by Miss Keely as well. Uh-huh. Love Story. Y'all check it out. I feel good. I feel wonderful. And it's because you made it that way. I feel super spectacular because of you. And now I'm Why you my highness? That means queen. Seems I know you for the longest. Funny how we connected on the low like vintage. <laughs> and I know it ain't as deep as it could be or as it would be. But that's how it should be. Cause over time, we gon' be fine like wine. I never put another over mine. See, difference between you and them is they just want to shine. And, well, you... <laughs> You just want shine. So tell Mama Sandy, Mama Myra, and that family that when I get that Grammy, they gon' be a granny. And if I see that Reaper before you see that Reaper, just know I love you every time you hear me through them speakers. And I ain't tryna blow your head up like Reaper, but we got chemistry to the point we need a beaker. So promise you know? to keep me. Promise you want me to stray. You promise me forever. You promise me. Keely, that song is so gangster. <laughs> you you know what I was waiting on because the, the piano was so dope, right? I just wanted mm-hmm. it, I wanted it to turn completely up, like I wanted like Lil John like to come John, out of nowhere. <laughs> I wanted I wanted like just turn down for what? I just wanted to just go crazy, you know. <laughs> um, when you when you're doing. It feels like, cause, cause the, you know, when that piano is so dope, and I'm just feeling like, oh, she about to, this song about to go crazy, <laughs> you know. Is is this one of the, the one of the ones you like doing live? Yeah, I do actually. Um, even still to this day, um, it was actually one of the songs when I first started like taking writing seriously. Mm-hmm. I went to a camp with Brandon Smith over at Star Factory. And he's like, I want you to go home and I want you to write a song. So it's really like, it's really like a special song because I went home and I sat down at the piano and I started, you know, finding some chords. And I wrote the song and I brought it back. And he was like, yo, this is like crazy. And then uh, Sean heard it or whatever, but it was just, 
it's just a special song to me because it's like one of the first songs that I really wrote for real. Well, you you're so, such a creative spirit. You you one of them people. I feel like you've been here before. Would you hear another <laughs> life? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just um. I don't know. I like to experience stuff, like experience different cultures and just try to keep everything in my brain. <laughs> right. And mix it up a um, little bit. You you you're um I mean I mean you've been you've been you've been in the game for a minute. You but you're a, you're a, you're a young woman now. Mm-hmm. What's what's changing for you like, you know, cuz these dudes that used to be your big brothers is not trying <laughs> to holler. You know? <laughs> no, I that? mean, um, I mean, I'm changing. You know, I'm coming. You know, growing into a woman or whatever. But it's just, I don't know. I'm not really just me. I'm kind of like involving into myself. So it's pretty right. cool, I guess. Just taking it how it comes. Good stuff. Yeah. You, you you seem like like super well adjusted, you know. I was stalking your Instagram. You got you now. You got the you got the you have fashion too. You got the you know the funky fresh you know furry jacket on. I'm like, what's really doing it? Uh, how do how does how do your friends take you know this journey? Like your homegirls that was there when nobody knew. Um, they are. I mean, they're cool with it. They like obviously you know hang out and stuff with me so it's, yeah. we just have fun like really that's what it is like I'm always trying to keep the party going and you know try to be the life of the party and stuff and keep my friends happy and having fun and stuff so they enjoy it I enjoy it we all enjoy it man I, I gotta I gotta play another Keely Ferguson I got East Side and I got Coming Home what should I play uh let's play East Side I like Eastside. That's 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 my that's like actually my favorite. Yeah, I, I really like <laughs> Eastside. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Miss Keely Ferguson. You can check her out on all her social media. Um, she's just get your Google on Keely Ferguson is a beast <laughs> on Twitter. Keely K E E L Y Ferguson F E R G U S O N underscores her Twitter. On Instagram, she's Keely Ferguson, and on Facebook, it's Keely D O T. Com, Keely D O T com. You can go straight to her Facebook page and become a fan, man. I'm I'm such a fan yeah. now, and <laughs> you know you you you're just you're just dope to me, man. And, and so thank you for for giving some of your time and coming on. Oh, and no, um, I, I'm I'm excited about the journey. Will you come back? You know when when you when you drop the new joint, can we have you back on? Of course, of course. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Check out this East Side LBC. Yay, yay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means, Keely. I'm sorry. I'm crazy. <laughs>
girl, Miss Keely Ferguson. Um, thank you, Keely, for coming on the show. Great guest. Check her out on all her social media. This is a Music Monday. You can't have a Music Monday without having, without having some great music. And what I try to do here on Rodney Perry Live is to not only bring you great music, but bring you also some people you may or may not know. Pam, let me ask my girl, Pam. Pam, you my co-host today, okay? Okay, Pamela, okay. you my co-host. Yes. What did you think? What did you think of Keely Ferguson? I think she's absolutely awesome, absolutely right. awesome, and I think she has a very bright future. I know, right? I, I love, I love that song. Uh, the, the first one I played was dope, yes. and I, I like East Side too. And she's a songwriter. I mean, I mean that that's the way you eat. Love Story is a really good song, and East Side was yep. a great song. If if you like, let me tell you something, Pam. If you like mm-hmm. Keely, wait till you meet my next guest. Hang on the line, Pamela. I'm about to bring uh-huh. this dude on. I've been I've been stalking this dude. He don't even know. That's one thing about the internet. It allow you to stalk people without really tripping. Um, his name is Daniel Daniel Bazan Jr. Um, and he's just a super talented cat. He comes from the Clive Davis Institute of Recording Music. If that don't say enough for you, then I don't know what else you need. From from New York City, uh, Queens. Where can a man find a woman fit for a king? Queens. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show today, man. I'm excited to talk to this guy, Mr. Daniel Bazan Jr., DB2, doing business to the extreme. <laughs> What a, what an entrance, man. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to be in this amazing show with you, talking to you guys, and thank you once again for the opportunity to be here. Man, I, I'm super excited. First of all, I I went to your website, and the Android video is ridiculous, okay? <laughs> wow, thank you so much. It's, it's just you. creatively, it's so dope. Um, who Who shot that for you? And and or was that your concept? Well, I mean, um, the video was shot with friends of mine, these uh, duo directors, also students from NYU. They from Tisch. They focused on obviously drama and television. Their name, the, the name of the company is called 16K Creative. Shout out to them. You can follow them in their their Twitter, um, Instagram. They have a lot of great work out there with other artists, including Bob. Um, and I'm very fortunate to have met these guys as they're on the come up as well. We shot this video not too long ago. And pretty much the concept behind the video is to start introducing the narrative of, of the story of this character that I'm building called DB2. Um, most people don't know that behind the music there's, there's this actual novel that I'm building, um, obviously that I'm developing with every song I release, where the story of an android, DB2, um, taking place in the future and sort of like who he is, what his purpose is in this mm. futuristic society, and um, you know what what is he about? And I think that this video is the first sort of um, visual installment out of a series that we're working on right now, introducing who he is while also showcasing in real life my what I do as an artist, which is you know production, songwriting, musicianship, singing, um, in a very sort of like artistic cinematic way. So. That's what we were trying to do. That was the concept behind the video. You you completely achieved that. Uh, go to the website. I am D B Dose. Is that am I saying it right? Yep. DB Dose. That's uh, the letter D, the letter B, and D O S dot com. And he's at DB Dose on Twitter and DB Dose on Instagram as well. And on YouTube, go to the YouTube DB Dose TV. Man, uh, Daniel, man, I'm 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 a fan. Um, I appreciate that, Ronnie. Thank you so much. Uh, a multi a multi threat. What's your love? I mean, because you 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 write, compose music. You're you're an artist. You sing. What what does Daniel love to do? Um, man, you know, as I've grown older, you know, uh, I've realized that you know, music is obviously primarily my passion, but. I have such a such a love for art in general. Anything that's that allows me to be creative, whether it's um music or you know photography or design and fashion and things, anything that allows me to express my creativity. And I've realized that my passion 
has grown further than music and more into, you know, art in general. Um, just the notion of being able to create something that makes people stop what they're doing and, 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 and feel some type of way, whether it's a, a negative or positive emotion, you know, I feel like that's a very beautiful thing, and I'm just so blessed to, to have, I think, to have a gift to do that, you know, and I love, you know, photography. I've been, if you go to my Instagram account, <laughs> you can see that it's a little unconventional. I, I actually take my time to take great pictures on Instagram, and, you know, I, I found myself designing my own flyers, designing my artwork for my album cover, also, you know, co-directing that video that you just mentioned, I help co-direct and co-produce and co-edit. Um, and I just realized that I, my passion is more, you know, eccentric in art, even though music is, is like my, um, my, my main medium to express that. But um, I love music. Um, I love art. Um, you know, I, this is a little cliche, but I also love God. <laughs> I grew up in let, church. Let him use you. Uh-huh. Let him use you. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I feel like a lot of people say that, you know. I mean, and, and I'm sure they mean it, but, like, I just, I really want to emphasize on that. You know, I grew up in church. Yeah. My parents are, are ministers. They're pastors, and they're very um, supportive of my career. And I just have a uh, a passion also to just to be a person of um, of impact in our culture, you know, someone wow. that, that can um, leave a message, a legacy where, you know, of course, you there's entertainment involved, but, you know, I just want people to, to listen to my music and my art form and, and, and at the end of the day sit down and ponder on things, you know, important questions such as, you know, like what is love? Um, you know, am I approaching love the correct way? What is my purpose? Also things like what is my purpose on this earth and who is God? Um, why am I here? You know, I feel like a lot of the artists these days, they're very good at just creating entertainment, but I think mm-hmm. just, they just stay there, you know, and, and right. I think that it's, it's time for a resurgence for consciousness. Obviously not too, obviously, like, preachy, you know, because I'm not here to, to preach on anyone or, you know, just or impose my views on other people, but, like, to at least sit down and, and think about the greatest things in life beyond mm-hmm. turning up and, and being and being at a club and, you know, like, enjoying yourself as a young person. Like, I feel like, yes, that's also part of life, but it's not everything, and I just want to be an artist that champions that message um through my music so and i think that god is a big component of what i do in my message um my lifestyle my testimony who i am as a, just as a person on a daily um so yeah man like anything that's technology as well i'm, I'm very much a geek you know video games you <laughs> right. know, sci-fi movies you know what i mean i mean i can't deny that and i feel like that's where db2 kind of meets you know wherever you can meet technology with like art and also positive, uplifting, godly message. Yeah. Like, that's what I try to live in, you know? You, you know, I, I always tell people this in terms of my personal journey as a comedian. I, I say my bigger purpose is to lighten a collective burden. Um, it right. seems like you have linked into a greater purpose as an artist, and I think that's re- really admirable. Uh, Thank you, man. My it's you. interesting to talk to DB2 what does DB1 think about all this music stuff? Uh, DB1, well, you know, it's been, he's one of my biggest uh, fans, also yeah. one of my biggest critics, you know. Um, my dad, he's, now he's a minister, but during it's funny, during the time he wanted to be a uh, a producer himself, really, back, mm. back in the day. And I didn't know this until maybe a year ago when, when my mother was uh actually pregnant with me. My father was studying audio engineering and wow. apparently while I was in the womb, I was hearing him edit tapes, you know, cause back in the day it was tape, you know, you had to spend exactly. 10 hours cutting. Yeah. yeah. So he had to, you know, spend time cutting, pasting, you know, editing music and sounds. And I was listening all to all that right before even I was born. So I think right. it makes a lot of sense that I'm so into music production so that being said, you know, ever since I've been in music, he's always been um, supporting me, believing in me that I could be the best in what I do, and um, but at the same time also calling me out in the areas that I need to work on and, and perfect. And I think that because of that, I'm very critical of everything I do and very obsessive. You know, I think it um, comes from him. And um, But right now I have his support, and, uh, and he's, uh, you know, one of my biggest um, I would say personal managers, producers, and um, 
and I love him. I love him to death, almost. So, but yeah, he's he's he's, yeah. he's great, and so is my mom as well. She's she's the cheerleader, and she has her own ways of of supporting me. You know, when I come home late at night, and I haven't eaten. <laughs> you know, she, she's I'm half Dominican, so you know that food for us is like a serious. Oh yeah, it's a real deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real deal. Yeah. So, um, but they're they're amazing, and, and I'm very blessed to have my parents and uh, to allow me to do this as a career and continue to grow. And their support is invaluable to me. So. Now, now you were, you were raised in the Dominican Republic, right? So, do you get to go back there and perform? Have you have you been home? Uh, I've gone back, um, but I haven't gotten a chance to go back as far as like as an artist. I yeah. just went back recently. Um, going back to the conversation with art and just being a part of it. I was part of this new documentary that was released um, not too long ago on the athlete, you might know him, Robinson Cano, um, mm-hmm. former Yankee ball player now with the Mariners. I worked with Jay-Z's company, Lives and Times, in, in developing this baseball documentary um, over there in Dominican Republic. You should definitely check it out when you get a chance. Um, shout out to Scheme Engine and Lives and Times. And, um, I was there on that matter, you know, just interviewing Cano, his family, helping the video production crew to move around because we're from the same town, me and him. And um, But that was the last trip I had over there. And even that was an amazing experience because growing up in DR, you know, when that's, that was my home, to come back and to be able to work and, and, and also, like, bless my family um, financially and also uh, – you know, just accomplish these things in the same town that I grew up in. Um, it's just a blessing. So I can't imagine what it would be like to go back and actually perform my music and have fans that are from the Dominican Republic come and support me. So I'm very much looking forward to that as well at some point in my career. Man, man, you, you, I think your journey is like super interesting to me, man. You know, oh, just thanks. you know, from a guy on the outside looking in, um, from your connection, you know, with the Jay Z life and times, your connection to Swiss Beats, you know, yes. like how, how did how did how much did Swiss Beats affect your journey? Man, you know, the Swiss Beats was such a experience, was such a that's what I call it, <laughs> Swiss Beats experience. It was such a rewarding thing for me both um it taught me myself second of all the music industry and the kind of expectations that anyone should should have um approaching this field you know a lot of people think that you are broken into the industry you know like oh i'm gonna i'm talented and i'm just gonna be at the right time at the at the right spot right i'm gonna talk to the right person and they're just gonna like put me on you know and granted like I would say out of 100 people that make it in the industry, that probably happens to, like, the 10%, you know, or even less than that. The majority of other people, as you may know, we have to, like, work at this yeah. and, and hard. every day yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. Every day figure out, okay, like, what am I going to do today to further elevate my brand and what I want to achieve? So when I was in NYU, I had that mentality. I, I'm going to just work hard and Swiskey is going to come and he's going to make me this, like, super producer sort of like mentor or you're going to be a mentor. And, um, we know we, we met up and the daily news, uh, coincidentally featured our meeting, you know, where Swiss spoke to me about helping me get some work. And you could imagine me being 19 at the time, or I think it was maybe 20 years old. Oh yeah. You my, think that's my a rap. You about to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we made it mom. Like, don't worry about it. Everything's taken care of. And I even <laughs> got the chance to come I was I was fortunate to appear in um, Gail King's former show in the Oprah Winfrey Network, you yes. know, because Swiss was also he was invited as a guest, and literally Lenny Kravitz the one talking about Swiss, and then it was like me, and I just I couldn't believe that this stuff was happening to me, you know, be able to see him with Alicia visiting NYU as he's giving his speech, you know, meeting Eve, and all these things were happening so fast, you know, that I just thought, you know, like, this is it. But in the long term, things didn't go the way I expected. You know, he got really, really busy as it happens, you know, with a bunch of right. different projects. And, you know, that kind of left me um, back at zero, you know. I mean, I did, obviously, until this day, still benefit from the press run that we both had, um, mm-hmm. you know, because it just gave me more exposure. But as far as, like, a tangible opportunity, nothing really came out of that, Um but I also am grateful because 
I understood then and there that, you know, I wasn't the type of artist that was going to be brought on by an opportunity, the more the type of person that builds this thing that I'm, that I'm you know, working on. And every day since then, I've taken upon myself to just every decision I make, every, every project I partake in, everything that I do, to just do it with that in mind, that mission. Like, I'm building this, and because I'm building this, no one can come and just take it away from me. You know, it, it's a slow rise to the top, but it's, gonna, it's not going to be, if, God forbid, but it won't be a slow rise back down. You know, it's, since, you know, when, you're, when someone brings you on the game, there's always a sense of, like, you know, if it wasn't for me, if it right. wasn't for me, you wouldn't yeah. be on this. Like, remember your place. And well, going back to that topic about God, like, I know that I serve a God that's a very sort of, like, I am your God. There's no other person that's going to get you on this, you know, and you have to understand that early. And, you know, like, it, that being said, it's also the hardest route that, you know, who wouldn't want to be brought on into the game in a matter of a week and, and, and you know, get all this money and, and attention, you know, and that gratification, of course, but, like, and I feel like long-term-wise it's better to just, like, understand, have complete control of your journey, well, to, to the extent of, like, the decisions you make, and, you know, and this is why I've been able to build this brand with DB2, which now, you know, I'm meeting with these labels and they're all interested in, 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 in participating because, you know, like I have the blueprint, you know, I designed wow. the house, you know, and that's, that's something that if, I, if anyone is listening, like an artist or anyone that's creative in any way, like I highly recommend to do that because no one can strip you away of your identity and your brand and what you want to leave in this world. No one defines you, you know, your art, you, what you do, Define your, you define yourself and as empowering, and that's a lot better than any kind of gratification you can get from getting on. So um, at least be through someone like, like a Swiss beach or something like that. So, I mean, that's my take on the whole thing, Ronnie, and, and I feel like, I mean, if he's listening for whatever coincidence, like I'm grateful for him, and yeah. I wish him, you know, like the best in his whole career. I mean, I'm sure, obviously, he's Swiss beach, so I don't think he's yeah, doing okay no for himself. You know, he he but, um, he yeah. he he gonna be a Swiss beats gonna be okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we trying to build this <laughs> DB2 brand. Hey man, I tell you what, let's play the, let's play the music. I got I got games and I got never let go. What should I play mm-hmm. first? Well, I think that never let you go has gotten a bit of of a, of a, actually a lot of attention because of its placement in, in last week's episode of um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yes. And, and um, it's been amazing to see the song get so much love. Shout out to everyone. How, how does that? How does that happen? Like, is that something that you did and your team did, or did did they just know about the song and it makes sense for the episode? Like, how does that happen? Well, I mean, it's a combination once again. Like, as uh, op- I mean, opportunity does play a big factor in all this. Being prepared for the opportunity like that mm. comes your way. Um, you know, I, I have a great team. And that where we work hard in, um, you know, maximizing opportunities since we don't, you know, we're at a position that we don't get a lot of them every day. So when we were presented the opportunity to work with ZH1, um, you know, and, 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 and have allow them to, to use my music to place in their shows, I mean, it was like a no-brainer, you know, because I knew that the, the platform was gigantic and, and it was an audience that was a very music-appreciative like, audience, that they love music. Right. And so... You know, we've had this deal with VH1 for about six, seven months where they've been um, using our music, and it's been a blessing. But it wasn't until now that they have really put the spotlight on one of my songs, and it happened to be Never Let You Go, which I'm very grateful because I wanted that song to kind of, like, pick up for the summer um, this year. And, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to have, like, a very radio-centric record already sort of, like, in people's ears, and we were just worried that, we didn't have the appropriate platform to give it the attention that it deserved. And next thing you know, I mean, literally the day before I left to L.A., boom, yeah. Um, VH1 came through, and they let us know, hey, tonight your song is going to be in the show. And, I mean, because it's been happening for all these months, you know, the, the response to the other songs have been, it's been great, but nothing like this. This is, like, unprecedented for me. So uh, I think that we should definitely get that song 
cracking right now in your well, show. Well, let's, and, um, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Mr. Daniel Bazan II. You call him DB2. Check him out on all his social media. But before you do any of that, check out this song, Never Let You Go. That feeling. That feeling. That feeling. Check him out Thank on his you. website, imdbdose.com. At Twitter, he's dbdose as well. Instagram is dbdose. Um, and uh, on uh, YouTube, he's dbdose TV. Man, you, you're, you're building an incredible brand. Uh, you got Thank your you so Instagram. Much. Your Instagram is beautiful. I mean, these, <laughs> these pictures is sick. Like, well, I mean, thank you, man. You, man, you, you, you are truly an artist, man, on so many levels. Thank you for coming on today, man. Um, what, what do you, what do you, what do you say to the artist that is out there that's feeling like um, discouraged? 
what do you say to them? Um, wow, that's a very, that's a great question. Um, well, I think that I can, I can only speak on experience because I felt that way so many times myself. Um, being successful is a very subjective thing. And at the end of the day, you can't let other people or society dictate what you think success is. You know, um, I know everyone wants to be a rock star, but not everyone can be a rock star. You know, not everyone can be the captain. Everyone can be uh, at the forefront of things because, you know, it, it, we all are designed differently to do to do different things. And granted, also being the captain and being the rock star also has a responsibility and it has its own problems that maybe you're the type of person that you don't want to deal with in the long run, you know. I mean, if you ultimately love music or your art more than whatever position you play, I suggest that you just do whatever it takes to stay near it and continue to work around it, you know. Wow. Um, if you're an artist, but no one's sort of giving you the attention you need as a vocalist, but you can write amazing songs. You know, maybe your calling isn't to be a vocalist, but more, I mean, not a vocalist, but an artist uh, in forefront, but maybe you want to be a producer or a songwriter, or maybe you want to be an engineer, or even the executive role of things, a manager, you know, an A&R, a show booker, a musician. I mean, there's so many things that encompass what it is to function in the music industry that, you know, like, I believe that if you're an artist that, or whatever you're doing right now, that if it's not working out for you, please understand that it's a lot better to be surrounded with what you love than having a title right. or whatever that you're looking for, you know. Um, ultimately, if you're meant to be an artist, if you're meant to be surrounded by art, you're going to do whatever it takes to be in that environment, no matter whether you're in the back or in the front, and you're going to feel the same gratification regardless. And... um don't be, but if at the same time also, like, if you really feel like this is what you're meant to be, to do and, and to be, and people are supporting you, you know, like, like my parents always told me, like, it never gets darker until it's about to sunrise, you know? And so, yes. like, just hold on and, and try to adjust, try to find the areas that you need to adjust, um, you know, because sometimes all it takes is moving away a little bit behind the base and you get to get a, a home run, you know? Yeah. Um, all you have to do is adjust your stance and your position, whether it's rebranding yourself, um, changing what you're talking about, changing your sound to compete more with what's out there right now, or even changing your team of people, surrounding yourself with people that will uplift you, not people that will bring you down, people that won't bring you problems but give you solutions, you know, people that will allow you to realize your vision smoothly, effortlessly, like that's what your team is supposed to be, not a drama fest. So all those things, I mean, I can go on for a long time, yeah. but I feel like those are the two most important things to remember. One, um, know your role and, and, and maximize what you need to do, whether you're in the back or in the front. And two, if you know that you're meant to be in the front line, then, you know, make sure that everything around you is in the right place, including yourself. So that's my hey, man. advice. Well said. Check him out. He's DB Dose. Daniel Bazan the second. Daniel Bazan the first should be proud. I know Mama is proud. We're all proud. You're an amazing guy, an amazing Thank artist. You, Ronnie, Thank man. you, Appreciate Daniel, it. for coming on. Hey, we're going to play ourselves out with the song Games. Hey, Daniel, introduce this song as we get out of here. Uh, Games is a song, part of the story, DB2, Tear Signal Flow, where the female um, protagonist is reaching out to DB2, but Every time she does, uh, she kind of, like, holds back because she's afraid of what happened once they get together. And it's just like a metaphor of all the games that people play these days um, instead of being committed in a relationship. So um, if you have that person next to you, you know, that you, in your life that just doesn't want to commit because of these insecurities, play this song for them and then tell them to stop playing games with you, you know? So that's games. And, uh, I'm about, I'm about to tell it. my wife about this song. She be playing too much. <laughs> my wife play too much, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you.
Perry Live goes out every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. You don't want to miss this show. You want to check out everything Rodney Perry, go to the website, RodneyPerry.com. This boy is dope. Hey, you, yeah, you. You listen to the show, you're laughing along with Rodney, you listen to the great guests, but you're not sharing it. You need to share this show with somebody special. Find somebody in your life that you love and show them how good you enjoy the show. It's Rodney Perry Live. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I can't even lie. I'm, I'm happy for Jackass right now. I love the way Rodney. Rodney, you a hustler, Rodney. I hate I to love, say it. You I'm know, I love, hustler, I, I love the trash you. I love the trash you and say bad things, but you son of a bitch, you continue to impress me by putting together your stuff, and, and it's actually getting more professional and better as you go on, dude. And I can see you with this host and stuff, man, the questions you're asking me. You, you used to be dumb. Hey, <laughs> Listen, he's really good.